quit taking yourself so seriously. Yeah. You know, that's another piece of it is, is laugh about it and and then go, okay, yep, that really stunk. And instead of like kicking yourself in the gut about it, go, yeah, you're right. That really sucked, man. And kind of laugh about it and then go, all right, here's what I'm going to do next time. I'm, and, and you just have that, that different attitude for me. That was something I had to actually develop as a skill to be not so serious about things. Life experiences that are tangled in leadership. This is the 2120 podcast. You know, we're just two guys that started a podcast over coffee, talking about some of the things that we learned through leadership and business. And we decided to make a show about it, bringing you the insights and experiences that you can apply in your work and in your relationships. But we're so glad you're here because passing life lessons on is a gift we can all benefit from. So do you remember the books that you stare at the page and an image comes to to life in front of you? Like they made like the bit, they're, they're in the mall back in the day, probably late late nineties, early two thousands, I'm guessing, but they were like this, you know, this poster and it had like this crazy image on it. There was like just different colors and designs. And if you just stared at it and let like your eyes cross, like this image would pop. I, I don't, I don't remember that. Seriously. It, what it I was a big deal in malls. Like it, you, you would, you would see these people, you know, they had these mall kiosks and you'd see these people just like staring at the, <laughs> the image and all of a sudden they'd be like, Oh, it's a sailboat or it'd be this or that for the longest time I couldn't do it. And then a buddy of mine does training at our store it was last week, the week before, and he brings these images and that was like the, the kickoff. Like what, t- tell me what you see. And all of a sudden it clicked. And I, you you and finally I, and got I, to and see I it. And I saw it. And the, it, it, the craziest thing was, once you see it, you see them. Like it just like your your brain like just turns a switch on and you refocus and you can see every one. But the cool thing is it turns into like this 3D image and you could actually like move around and like look at other things and it, the image is still there. It is the, it is the coolest thing. But are they holograms? Well, it's a, I would say it's a, I wouldn't say it's a hologram, but it's a, it's a 3d image of something. So if it was a sailboat or a, a ship or something, you would see like the rough outline of it. I mean, it's not like great detail, but you could tell that's That's a sailboat or that's this, or that's this, or that's that. But I, I remember growing up going, I just, I can't see it. And then you have your buddy next to you. Oh, I see it. It's this. It's like, what, what are you doing? But you just have to like let your mind go and like it just it pops. But the coolest thing is once you see it, you can physically just like look around the entire poster. In the case it was it was a book and see other images pop up. Mm. How much of our brain do we truly use in the grand scheme of things? <laughs> like that's the, like we start talking about the thing about. Like, <laughs> In the grand scheme of things, like, am I using this just a small percentage of my brain? Like, could I tap into something else? Like that day, I tapped into something else, and it was like, it was like I got so excited. Like you I, made I was, a new wrinkle in the in the, in sure. the brain there, didn't you? But I, I got so excited from the standpoint of like, for years, I was so frustrated because I couldn't I couldn't see this, and then one day, it just clicked for me. 
I think it happens in business and in life where you, you work so hard to do something and you fail and you fail and you fail. And then one day it clicks and it's like, holy crap, I just did it. And it, it, it changes everything. I mean, that day I went through, I went through multiple books and just, just was like, I, I see it. I see it. Like I, 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 you, I, see obsessed. It. I was so excited about it because for the longest time I, I couldn't see it. And then all of a sudden, I don't know what I did different, but it, my brain just turned on and said, yep, you get to see it this, you see it now. And it was, it was cool. Uh, okay. So I had an epiphany today and it was something that somebody had been telling me for a while this is a business thing, okay? And it was uh, it was my sales coach. And he was just telling me, like, if you have more things in the pipeline, you won't be so, uh, I don't want to use the word desperate, but, like, uh, really, really concerned about landing this deal. Okay, can, I don't know how to express it. I just, I'll just share an example. So I had a coaching call today. Yeah. Uh, it was what, what we call a discovery call. So this was somebody who, um, who knows me, uh, we have a, a kind of a, a, a limited amount of, you know, um, exposure to each other and, um, wanted to talk about coaching with him. Like he, he was kind of wanting to work through some things. And so a discovery call, the, 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 what you're trying to do is find out, are we compatible? Right. So is, is he somebody that I feel I can coach? And am I somebody that he feels comfortable with being a coach? Sure. Now, in past years for me, I would be really, I'd have some anxiety around it. I'd have some, I, I would just come into it thinking like, man, I, if I land this, like, hey, we can eat this month, right? You know, I mean, it was, it could be quite that literal. And today the epiphany was this, like, I, I had no anxiety about it. I knew what I was doing. I was confident going in because I've done it a bunch of times now, mm -hmm. but I wasn't worried if he said yes or no. And it was like the epiphany for me was one of those first things, like kind of like you seeing a, a picture emerge into 3D where you hadn't been able to see it before. That was that was kind of the breakthrough for me. I was like, if he says yes, that's great. I, I think this will be a great relationship. If he says no, like I'm okay, you know. And and when you, when you said how how often in life do we get caught up in you know whether it's business or life trying to see something and and I think there is that was a lesson for me. Like when you said you could see something that you couldn't see before, that to me is an epiphany. Yeah. I can see something now that I couldn't see before. Well, I, I remember sitting in, you know, John's early years ago, two years ago, probably. And you're like, I got it. Like, I'm just, I got so many things going right now. Yeah. I, just, I got a feeling like once something takes off, I'm, I'm going to be in a good spot. Yeah. And then, you know, you fast forward in time, like you got a lot of things going right now. And, I can tell just in, in interacting with you, the, the level of stress you're dealing with, it, it's not like it was back in the day because you were, you're trying to get going mm -hmm. and now you're going. Yeah. So for you to say like, and I think it's, it's cool from a standpoint of when you are comfortable, your true personality, your true colors, your true, everything comes out. Thank you for that. Here, here's something that, <laughs> you know, you just, when you look back and you can see yourself differently, um, maybe see yourself from the outside a little bit. Anytime that we try to be something that we're not, and we put too much pressure on ourselves, we're not being genuine. Oh, for sure. And I think anybody that's listening to this, 
you know, maybe you've had that experience. I would assume most people have had an experience. I'm sure like everybody's that. had that experience. Think about it when you're trying to be something that you weren't when you were trying to impress somebody you wanted to date. Oh, you know, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so, so we've all the been there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and that's the thing is like I I watch some people. Um, maybe that, uh, well, I said in a call earlier this week of a guy that showed me a, a system that I'm going to subscribe to for my business to help me organize things, mm-hmm. right? It's a, a CRM essentially. And I just was watching the way, not only was I learning about what it, the system was doing, I was just like watching his comfort level and talking about it. It's like, he made that really easy. Why do I feel like sometimes I have to try too hard or make it something that it's not? And I, I do less of that, but there are times when I know, especially if I'm watching myself on video, like if I do a training and we record those trainings, I'll watch it and I go, huh, you just need to chill. You just need to chill a little bit. And so I think it's, um, for me, confidence comes from repetition. Confidence comes from, uh, hey, I was like, that was awesome. You know, like you hear it because there's so much of what you do when it's the first time you're doing it or it's the first few times you're doing it. You're like, is this any good or is this like, it's imposter syndrome, right? For, For sure. me, you know, it, that that's what it was. Yeah. So <laughs> I, my brain's going now and um, we have a new group of leaders that we're trying to develop at our business to turn in. We call them second ASLs. One day they're going to be assistant store leaders and they're in this, they're in this program. And, you know, part about being an ASL is, you know, being able to communicate, talk in front of groups, all this stuff. So we have them present on topics. Sure. And, Listening to the, the groups two days ago, I wanted to poke my eyes out. It was it was tough. Now keep in mind too, like they're they're young, they're learning. Yeah. But it goes back to they're not comfortable in their own skin yet. Yeah. They're trying to figure out where they fit and who they are and what their presenting style is. And they're using PowerPoints and they're using, you know, trying to use comedy and, and, and they're, they just, they don't know what they don't know yet. Oh man. So as a person who loves to present, I'm ready to flip the table over and fight somebody because <laughs> I want them to be, cause I, I see people that I love. Like, it's like my, my, my guys and my gals that are in front of me and I'm like, dude, I, I'm your guy. Like, this is great. And you, you're not doing good right now. Now the best part is we can coach and we can teach and we can, we can make them better. But as, as we're, we're going through this hour presentation and there was three or four presentations and they were 15, 15 minutes long. So like there, there's, there was four total. I'm making all these notes of like things that I've learned along the way that have gotten me better. And you know, it started with who wants to go first and this group was, Oh, we're gonna, we'll go first. They just jump out. Like they're so eager to, to yeah. do this. Yeah. My first note was don't volunteer unless you're the group that's going to set the bar for everybody else. Like if you're that confident, you're going to be the number one show or the number one, you know, topic at the end that everybody like puts their, their five star on, then sign up. But they were just eager just to go. And it was okay. Were, were they eager to go first because that's their personality or were they eager to go first to get it done? And I think not, it was, it was just their personalities. Out. Like they, they, they wanted to go like everybody in that room is truly <clears throat> eager yeah. But, but then they wanted to go. So, you know, well, number one, <laughs> don't, don't be the person that a group that goes out first, unless you're confident I'm setting the bar up here, everybody after me, good luck. Kind of, kind of one of those things. Cause what happens is if you set the bar at ground level, 
it can only go up from there. So every group is, is, is going to look better. Um, you know, number two, I, I said, don't use a PowerPoint to read them the story. Yeah. Use a PowerPoint to tell a story. Yeah. And Great. it was word for word, you know, and the, 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 the problem with, with it too was every bullet point was listed. So I'm not even listening to the content. I'm just reading their bullet points. So all I hear is this wah, 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 wah in the back in the back of my head, and I'm just reading what, what's going on. There was no like, and then this, and then yeah. that, and then this. Control the clicker, control the room. Each group had somebody else running the clicker, a different group clicking, and they're like, okay, click now. All right, now. And it was a mess. Instead of being the one that holds the clicker, knows what slides next, and rolls through it, they were having somebody else, somebody else run it. If your entire presentation is on a PowerPoint, you don't need handouts. You don't need cards. And that's, that's another thing too. Like you're reading off a card and there's a, there's a PowerPoint too. Instead of just going, okay, I probably don't need these cards. Let me just set them right here. I can just turn around and, and read it. Less, less distractions. You don't need to be funny. You don't need to try to make people laugh. Just, you, just be you. Essentially what you're saying is, Leave the gimmicks behind. Absolutely. Absolutely. The, there, was, there was one group that when they had a moment where they got truly genuine, that's when like, I leaned in and went, okay, this is good now. And then it changed. Um, when your slide transition gets more of a reaction from the, the audience than your actual presentation, you're not doing very good. Yep. So when someone goes, ooh, as your, sli- <laughs> your slide like flips on the screen, <laughs> You're you're not you're not doing very good. Sorry, that that strikes me no, as really but it's funny like, because but we've I've seen it. We've all we've all done it, you know. And like this, these groups these groups are are, are learning how to do it. Um, you know, there was just there was just so many things that I'm looking at going. They have to fail. Like I I do I want them to fail? No, I do not want them to fail. But they I failed. So like they need to fail too. But where I step in then as a presenter going, here's my top 10 keys to a presentation success. Don't do this anymore. And you just remove that. But they made all the just the, the blunders of, you know, a, a true presentation where at the end of the day, it was like, are we done? Oh, okay. Thank God. I, I think there's so much power in the stuff that you were saying there. And when we're, when we're new at anything, we're not very good at it Mm. unless we're just simply a prodigy, like the child that's four years old that can sit down and belt out Beethoven on a piano. Right. That's different. But, but most of us aren't very good the first time we do it. And so there's a, there's two things that I come down to and they're T I O N's, right? So repetition and preparation. That's, that's a thing. Prepare and then repeat. To get the repetition, you got to get reps in to ever get better. And then, you know, you got to stay coachable. That's the other piece of that, too. Um, There's been times, and and here, I'll just tell you where I'm at in my life, is I used to really hate admitting that I sucked at anything. A lot of pride. Don't want to admit that I needed help or that I didn't do something well. The biggest breakthrough that I think that I ever had, and it... (laughs) I'm wired in a certain way, you know, um, with, with certain strengths or just, you know, maybe it's insecurities that, that surface at times. And I think all of us deal with a a piece of it is, uh, I just didn't want to admit that I didn't know what I didn't know for sure. 
I didn't want to ask for help at times. And man, did that, like that lack of humility was, was now to me is, is a glaring, striking, like huge gap. At the time, it felt like the right thing to do to like to, to protect. So I didn't like to be vulnerable, but I have no, I have zero issue now saying, Hey, I, I'm not a perfect person. <laughs> Newsflash, I'm not a perfect person. But it, it's 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 a maturity thing. It, well, it is. And I think again, it is it comes from doing and having that repetition, yeah. getting feedback, getting coached, having like even just somebody helping you with a system. Like I love cheat sheets. That's why when I'm doing trainings, I was showing you training. There's cheat sheets in there yeah. because I want to be able to give somebody something that they can refer to later, but they've got to have the context behind it first. Yeah. So uh you know, for me, like that's what Matt, that's what I'm just thinking of is like the epiphanies come because I've got a I've I've a, arrived at a certain comfort level with who I am, how I do things, and I don't have to try to be something I'm not. Holy cow, that's a huge just revelation right there of mm-hmm. anytime that we're trying to be something that we're not, it's false, it's fake. And people people may like you, but they may and they may not completely be able to put a finger on it, but they can sense that something isn't a hundred percent right. Oh yeah. But what, like, just think like when it clicks, cause I remember, you know, obviously not being, I remember my first meeting I ever gave in Cedar Falls, Iowa, and it was on inline skates. Were, were you nervous? I was super nervous <laughs> and I, I didn't know the content very well, but it was my job to go do it. And at the end of the day, I walked to and went, meh, not too bad. Like pat myself on the back. Not bad. Yeah. Let's go to the bar and have a beer. Right. Like that's, <laughs> right. that's what it was. Looking back though, it was, it was horrible. Like <laughs> right. it was like outside looking in, I, I bombed big time. Now we owe it to our people. We owe it to the people that we stand in front of a group and present on to give the, to deliver the message and make it impactful so that they don't leave going, well, that is an hour of my life. I will never get back. Thank you for that. Like, you want them to leave it going, holy crap. Like, I, I, I would take more. Like, what's he, what else has he got? Now, I continue to learn. Yeah. I continue to watch. I, I, I watch videos. Like, and I, I was never one of those guys that was like, I'm going to be a great public speaker. Like, I'm going to be able to stand in front of people and just talk. It was never, ever my goal. My goal was I wanted to be able to to teach content and deliver a message in front of the people that I'm trying to work with. Absolutely. So by default, I watch videos. By default, I read about presenting. By default, I, 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 I would critique and watch people in front of me talking, like, what are they doing? Where are their hands? Like, and then go, okay, I don't like that. I do like this. And kind of, you know, I, I didn't steal what they did. I tried to make it my own. And there was things where if, to your point earlier, if it was Jim's thing that Jim did, like then it wasn't my thing. Like I had to find my own thing, and then one day it clicked. Everything that I've been I've been working towards, and everything that I've, I've I, I saw that I wanted because I saw success come from other people do it. It just naturally became part of what I did, and, and, and we were good. Um, where these these young kids, I mean, there's twelve of them. Each one of them had a moment where like it could have been good, and then something changed. So they're, they're learning through that. So my job and my leadership team's job is to continue to pour into them. Like we could have easily lit them up and went, man, you guys all suck. What you did was horrible. And they, we would have killed it instead of, you know, just give them 
great constructive feedback about, you know, one of the presentations was a blue background with black letters. And like, it was just hard to read. Like you got to make it appealing and easy on the eyes of the audience. Things that I've learned in 22 plus years of doing this, like that's feedback that, that they need because I guarantee you. It's I helpful did, feedback. It's helpful it's specific. Feedback. Yeah. It's honest. Here's yeah. what we need to do. Just change, yeah. change this, do that. You know, um, the word, um, and, um, and, um, and, um, and, um, and after you hear so many ums in a row, that's all you hear going forward. You got to fix that. My filler word that I developed over the last year or so that until I got called out on it was the word now, now, so, like, so instead of saying, um, you were like, now, <laughs> now, every, every, every new thought start with now we're going to, you know, and it's, and I had somebody call me out. He's like in a 10 minute presentation, he's like, you did that 12 times. I'm like, Oh, for me, it was the thing of it is. And then one, one day, one of my event coordinators said, you say the thing of it is all the time. And I'm like, Oh God, I do. So then like I became like conscious of it and like I had to, I had to remove it. The, nope. I can't say that. Like you had to change yeah, keep content. But yeah. the coolest thing is I can sit here and joke now because I feel like I, 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 I'm good at talking in front of groups and I'm looking at these young kids going, man, they, they suck right now. I was, I was them 20 years ago. The other thing of it though, too, is just like getting good feedback in my past was like, quit taking yourself so seriously. Yeah. You know, that's another piece of it is, is laugh about it. And, and then go, okay, yep, that really stunk. And instead of like kicking yourself in the gut about it, go, yeah, you're right. That really sucked, man. And kind of laugh about it and then go, all right, here's what I'm going to do next time. I'm, and, and you just have that, that different attitude. For me, that was something I had to actually develop as a skill to be not so serious about things. And then to go, like, all right, I just screwed up. Because I was so self-conscious about, um, you know, how did I, how did my appearance look? And the more I thought about stuff, the stupid little things would come out. Like, uh, I can remember standing in front of a podium one time and, uh, my right foot kicked out a little bit. And so I was up on my toe and I'm just kind of with my toe planted. I'm kind of dang, you know, wiggling my, my heel. And I saw it on, <laughs> I saw it on video and I watched it back. I was like, that is the most embarrassingly stupid thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, it told everybody who was watching, like he's nervous rather than just saying, Hey guys, I don't do a lot of this. I haven't done a lot of this yet. I'm kind of nervous today. And you could just diffuse the situation. Like call it out. Yeah. I saw a guy do a, um, uh, uh, a presentation at a church. This was two years ago and this was kind of a, a small event, but you know, he had to get up and do something. So the guy that went before him tried to be the thing that everybody expected mm-hmm. and he wasn't himself. And we're all like, Oh my gosh, just get over. They could be done with this. Please. This is painful to watch. Now the next guy gets up and we all had a little bit lower expectations for him because he's a quiet guy. He doesn't talk all that much. And he gets up there and he just smiled. He's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not really a speaker, but here's what, and he started just crushing it. He, he was prepared, but he, he held notes. He wasn't trying to do it just from memory or, and he wasn't reading a PowerPoint. There wasn't a PowerPoint with his stuff. Sure. And we all looked at it and like, we were all like clapping. This is amazing. Way to go, Greg. That was, you killed it. I remember telling him that afterwards. And so, so, you know, for me, cause I coach feedback, I'm like, 
Let me tell you what you did exceptionally well tonight. You just took all of the fear and nervousness you had and exposed it and it went away. You you shone light on it. And I said, from there, you were, you were great tonight. I want you to know you, you had us, you, you dropped a line here and the way that you paused and the way that you, 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 you know, you, you naturally got a little choked up. We were right there with you. Like we were just eating out of your hand at that point. I said, it was amazing. Yeah. You truly see the person and it becomes personal with you. Yeah. And you're like if, if, if you're listening to someone, you can just see like, okay, they're playing a role right now. They're acting in front of us. Oh gosh. Just like, it makes me sick to my stomach yeah. to think about it. But then if you see a guy or a gal like physically like start to get choked up and like the eyes water, like you can tell like the message that is coming out of their mouth is truly, it's, it's very impactful. Then it's just like everything becomes quiet yeah. and everybody's leaning in and they're listening and it's like, holy crap, this is really, really good. And it's, it's, it's so, 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 so impactful when you just, you kind of just like let your guard down and you show them who you are and that you are vulnerable. And like, and there's times where I've gotten choked up in front of my group and it's like, dude, like they saw tears going to my eyes, but like it was the message that I was trying to deliver and it, it, it worked. I can assure you the room was quiet at that moment. Yeah, it was for sure. But I tell you, the room was not quiet when I saw that stupid image come out of that book. <laughs> you were like so Whoa! excited, man. <laughs> like it was, it was the greatest thing. Like once, yeah, once my brain said, you get to see this, it was awesome. So I, I need to find that and show you kind of what it is. But yeah, I, I saw the, I saw the sailboat. Mm, good deal. All right. I'm Matt. No, I'm Jim. We'll see you next time. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the 2120 podcast. Hey everyone, this is Jim and Matt and I want to ask you for a favor. If you've gotten something out of these conversations, if you've been entertained, or maybe you've learned something valuable that will help you improve or your business improve, then the best way to pay us back is to like this podcast, give us a review, and let others know about it. And that will help fuel our fire to keep going and keep bringing you awesome content. We'll see you next time.